All right. You guys ready for number 50 here? Let's do it. Number 50. Let's do it. Number 50. 15. It's <laughs> a lot. 15. 15. That's crazy. It's kind of nuts that we've yeah. been doing this pretty much for a year now. For a year. Yeah. yeah. Not to get ahead of ourselves, but. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> hey, including those beta episodes, we're there. Yeah. Yeah. Save me, Mr. Taco. <laughs> Save me from that game. <laughs> that poor game is at the bottom of the eShop at this point. That poor game is at the bottom <laughs> of the fucking barrel. That is, that is one of the worst games I've ever played. That game's even worse than Kirby's Dream Land 3. It's <laughs> easily. So. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Pursuing Pixels. This is episode number 50. My yeah. name's Kevin Portelli, and uh, <laughs> I'm here tonight with uh, Randall Nolery. Hey, everybody. And uh, John Hines. Hi. And we're still uh, locked down under quarantine. Uh, we are recording two episodes in one night, so who knows where the, the state of the world's actually at when this episode comes yeah, out, right. but hopefully things are in better shape than they're in now, or we're at least on the right track. Fingers crossed. But uh Hopefully everybody's doing well, staying safe and everything. But uh, since we're all locked down under quarantine, uh, we've uh, at least John and I and then, uh, you know, we've mentioned before a couple times on the podcast that uh, we play in a band together or at least, you know, we have played in a band together. I've been kind of struggling to recover from a hernia surgery that's kind of kept me from uh, getting back to it 100 percent. Um, and then on top of that, we were all locked down under yeah. quarantine. So we're all just kind of missing hanging out and stuff. So we were kind of looking for an excuse to uh play some games together and uh i think we you know we've definitely talked about diablo 3 on the podcast before particularly randall and tina playing that together as like a a time sink kind of situation oh yeah um yeah we played uh john and i played we i can't remember if we talked about this on the podcast or not but we played like one night on new year's for like a brief i i literally don't remember anything about that play for like maybe 20 <laughs> minutes and then uh so we we finally decided our, our buddy glenn got a switch uh and so the everybody in the band now has a switch nice. and we were able to play four players nice and uh yeah we we went in glenn and i kind of went in blind essentially uh me with just that tiny bit of experience and then john and uh mikey essentially ushering us through the experience um and yeah, I don't know. It's a, there's a lot going on. It's definitely a tough situation to just jump into blind. Kevin, um, did you play before Rand- you started? Like I told you to. I know. I know. Randall gave us the heads up. He said, <laughs> "Hey, d- d- why don't you give it a try beforehand? Get a little bit get of a loot, little gear. But, get a little know, experience." We, well, we decided we all went in with a new character. Okay. So we all okay. went in with no. Okay. You know, I think you do get to carry over some things like Mikey was saying his like money or his gold or something carried over. Well, that's I a believe, huge John. advantage. My blacksmith um, level like, was had carried over at that. That's point. a huge advantage, too. Yeah. Yeah. So like so there there was some things, but like for the most part, we start out with no gear. Sure. Like I, I was the monk class, okay. uh, which starting out was not super great. But as I unlocked a few, but like. You know, it just it definitely gets confusing. You're unlocking like all, obviously you're just getting all kinds of loot. Yeah. And then on top of that, all you know, all your loot and your weapons and armor and this and that gear that you're wearing 
Uh, it all has different stats. And then on top of that, you're you're getting like secondary tiers to all your abilities oh, yeah. that you're unlocking and like this uh, runes or something. I don't know what the fuck <laughs> everything's called, but like it, it starts to get a little bit it starts to get a little bit confusing, like to the point where like when, when we were done playing, like I definitely had a good time. We probably played for like two, three hours or so. Nice. We, we, we played for a while. Um, played like through. I don't know. I don't know if the, is that the whole map that we were looking at, John. Uh, was that like, was we almost finished Act One. So like the, the way like the game is still like uh, I'm in Act Three in my main playthrough, um, and like I created this new character for this. But like we we got a a decent way through it. But like yeah, nice. we were pretty much like you know there was a lot more time of you know Mikey and me explaining like certain mechanics or like explaining yeah. like oh yeah like these are the cooldowns that you have these are the different like you have your skills and then the skills themselves have like secondary abilities that you oh, yeah. unlock as you level up but like I don't think it was so complex that you didn't understand what you were doing or like no no <laughs> I mean I wasn't I wasn't a hundred percent lost but like in terms of like the menus and it's something that I definitely I think if I spent maybe an hour or so by myself playing and just like really familiarizing myself uh-huh. with the menus and all the different like like Randall said <laughs> I know I know I know but like you know just familiarize myself with all the different like perks and different stats and whatever just just so I can like kind of glance over because like you know John and Mikey were talking about oh I can just like use the d-pad to uh, equip new items that I get that are clearly better than the stuff I have and I'm sure. like ah, I kind of get how that works like I, I saw how it was implemented but like I wasn't I didn't trust my instincts to just be like, yep, that's better than what I have. And like, I would like to know the menus that well. And I think if I, you know, took the time to learn them, I would, you know, but we were just kind of breezing through and just kind of blowing through, but it's definitely a fun button masher. Um, You know, I will say stuff that I've played, you know, uh, you know, stuff in the, in a similar genre. Like I, I used to play with uh, in a previous band that I was in, actually, we used to play uh, the X-Men legends games on like PlayStation two and Xbox. And like those, again, I I just, I grew up on X-Men and Marvel, uh, a little bit of the Marvel stuff, but particularly X-Men. Yeah. Um, But like, I, I, I feel like I would maybe get a little more enjoyment out of something like Marvel ultimate Alliance, like just with a little more, I, I just like that personality i guess more than like this hellscape uh demon deal but but it's definitely fun um i just thought it was maybe a little bit too much going on in the menus personally i i know it that's kind of the point of the game but i i personally wish there was a little bit more streamlined that's where all the the fun is kevin in the menus you look at the numbers you compare the numbers these numbers are greater than these numbers (laughs) and you equip it so it's so much fun and and that's what forager was all about you know it was all about just min min maxing you know but like i at least felt like i was like kind of producing so i'm I'm not trying to take a big dump on this game or anything but like i just uh and and i'm looking forward to playing again we you know we were already texting like hey when are we going to do this again um you gonna stick with your monk i i think at this point i mean i've i'm level like 14 or there you so go. i think we no got you're 14. level like 23 no like 22 something. yeah it was like 22 or nice. 23 by the time we stopped nice um and yeah i mean I, i'm enjoying the character for the most part um and i think there were like what seven different character classes at this point mm-hmm. um but yeah it, it's nothing i guess i just don't see the hype of why diablo is so great um, but I, but I was, but I had a good time playing it with friends, I guess. But if I think if I was just playing it by myself, I'd be like, I don't understand. But 
I also was just breezing through the cutscenes <laughs> and not yeah. paying any attention to the story. So <laughs> when when but it I, was like multiplayer controls and like anybody could advance the text, like didn't oh. matter who it was. Oh, so basically, God. one of us at any given point was like pressing B to just mash through. Yeah, it. yeah, yep. <laughs> yeah. which is fair. Because, I mean, you, you that's what boss. you want the experience. What's that? Oh no, yeah, we meet we beat a main boss and like I think you mashed through it and Mikey was just like, oh, the story's really good. Yeah, he was like, the story's actually pretty good, guys. And I was like, oh, I thought that I was just controlling my screen. Because <laughs> I know you guys had mentioned, like, all the loot, you know, is, right. like, specific to each player, mm-hmm. which is really cool, but... I will say, like, for for the regular dialogue with, like, whatever non-playable characters or mini-bosses, like, yeah, I don't... We don't read that shit or listen to it. Like, but if it's a cutscene, yeah, you leave that alone. You watch that cutscene. Yeah, and it's it's pretty solid voice acting yeah. and everything. You know, oh, it's yeah. nothing. It's it's definitely the presentation is is top notch. Yeah, and I I do what I do appreciate is like all the different gear you get actually makes your character look different. Like, yeah, yeah. You actually wear the gear. Like it is such a bummer when you get all this awesome looking gear in your menu or your pouch or what you know in the when you're going through your stuff and then you like equip your character with it. And it's like oh I I still just look exactly right. the same or mm-hmm. I don't have the that awesome weapon in it. You right. know, I just have the same. You know, so I, I do appreciate point. the level of detail in that regard. That is, a, there, um, there is a big, yeah, at the, there's a lot of the fun to be had, just like looking different and looking more badass because you got some new crazy glowing bleeding sword or some dumb shit like that, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And especially when you start off, just like when you start off like in your robes, basically, yeah. you know, it's cool to definitely like, okay, now I got this crown and all this crazy equipment. So, yeah. Um, Diablo three. Yeah, really I guess good. I. What's that? Diablo Diablo three is really good. Yeah, it's true. It's solid. I I definitely enjoy it. And I'm definitely I'm looking forward to playing more. But I don't see myself other than like taking a little time to familiarize myself with the menu single player. I, it definitely doesn't seem like something I will explore on my own very often. No, and I I wouldn't play it on my own either. Honestly, if 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 Tina and I weren't playing it together, that's not something I would play single player by any means. Yeah. All right, good to know. So Diablo 3 is a good multiplayer experience. But but why don't you take us a little deeper into the uh, depths of hell, Randall, and talk a little uh, Doom 64. It's a nice segue there. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I do what I can. I do what I can. Yeah, so this relatively recently got released on Switch and Xbox One and PS4. Um, I'm playing it on Switch, and I'm actually playing Doom 64 for the first time, despite being a pretty huge Nintendo 64 kid back in the day. And I actually remember that I was offered this game for five bucks from another kid I went to school with, <laughs> and I didn't take him up on it at the time oh. for some dumb reason. I don't, I couldn't tell you why. He was like, "Hey, you want this for five bucks?" I'm like, oh, "It must be a joke." Like, no, I don't want. It must hey, be five good. five bucks when you're a kid too is yeah, like it's, it's a little different than today you know that's true that's a lot of the allowance right there yeah know, so it's, <laughs> it, it is the allowance about it, right <laughs> if you yeah you got one in the first yeah. place um yeah. so yes whatever reason i did not play it at the time despite like it got pretty good reviews at the time um yeah. i guess I had the misconception, like I think a lot of people did, that it was just Doom ported to Nintendo 64, because a lot of that was happening, too, with, like, Star Fox, or Star Fox, Jesus. Starcraft. Starcraft, and things like that, exactly. (laughs) Um, So I thought, you know, that's more of that, like, I've played some Doom on DOS back in the day, you know, I I get what that is, but 
Now, finally, it's come out on Switch. I think it was five bucks. I'm like, yeah, sure. Why not yeah. for five bucks? That's what um, I didn't pay back in all those years. Right. Exactly. Got my five bucks. <laughs> and I, now I'm inflated. I've got more Yeah, with inflation. With inflation, you got a pretty good deal there. <laughs> That's true. That's a good point, Kevin. <laughs> more like 15 bucks these days. Yeah. So I really got a great deal, honestly. Yeah, you got a steal. Um, especially because they've done a lot to update this release. It's not just like, you know, put it in an emulator for Switch and, you know, wash your hands and be done with it. No, they, they took the time to update this thing. They added things like motion controls, which I haven't tried too much hmm. of, but um, they also added new levels, apparently, which, you know... Oh, man. Yeah, you can't access them until, I think, after you beat the game to what I'm kind of seeing. I don't want to spoil huh. that for myself, but... Um, it seems like it's a big tie-in with the new Doom Eternal game, which is really cool that they like would take the time and love to do that with Doom 64. Um, but so, so I'm like, okay, you know, five bucks. I've always had an interest. Let's start it up. Everyone says it's an underappreciated gem. Um, and yeah, it is. It's really good, guys. Like, I, it is just Doom, like, on Nintendo 64 with new levels and a new campaign. But it's really good. It's super well-crafted. Like... It's still like there's no Y axis control. Like you can't yeah. look up okay. and down like the the old retro dooms, but it's fine. Yeah. Like I already knew that going in. And to some degree that kind of streamlines things, right? Like it makes it easier to quickly like aim and shoot and make decisions in like a frantic doom game, which this is. In a way, I can see the the DNA of what ended up being Doom 2016 in this game um okay yeah uh in, in like the pace of it um kind of exploring the levels there's a lot of there's a lot more exploration even kind of like a metroid thing going on that way where hmm. which was the case in in some of the earlier doom games too where like okay go press this button on the wall which opens up this other hallway you go get the yellow key card then you can come back across the level right. so you can open <laughs> the yellow door and then you can continue on oh there's another key over there so you can go back this way across the level you know oh there's new bad guys oh there's the you know these bigger guys that'll take you out in a couple hits so be careful but you know you kind of know the level now um and yeah it's just like simple and straightforward and it's just hitting the right retro buttons for me uh and like i really want to see this thing through and i didn't think i would get that hooked but i kind of am i'm into nice. it yeah because like f at five bucks it does seem like ah, i'm just kind of curious like yeah. i might pick this up just to check it out experience it for a few minutes or you know an hour or so and and be like okay got my five bucks worth so right. that's cool that it's got you hooked enough because i think they dropped i think doom one through three and yep. doom 64 right right yep. at the same time or right around the same time right around the same time yeah i think uh yeah the first three came out kind of first and then 64 just got dropped i believe relatively recently but yeah they're they're making the effort to put all these out and you can tell that you know, id software has the love for these games. Um, yeah. Like this is their heritage and yeah, I'd, I'd recommend playing it for five bucks. I think it's one of the best doom games. Um, and it has a really cool, like you can tell it's from a time period where developers used to take the time to do these like splash intros before the game starts. And there's this mm -hmm. really awesome corny one where like you see all these uh, characters and they're all sprites, but it's on like this 3D background and it's kind of swirling around to show this like massive war happening and it zooms out and then you can tell like the level 
that it was showing you was actually just doom and it's just like in these like nintendo 64 rendered style polygons and it's like oh this is great and corny and just from its time right like that they would put the effort into something like that so it's just yeah it has a lot of that going on it just it hits my nostalgia buttons but it's still fun to play now nice how far along are you into the game i'm in the third level and i would say each level has been taking me about like yeah 15 20 minutes each oh so wow far. okay so not like super nice duper far but yeah i just kind of started it uh last weekend i'm like ooh, wow this caught me and i did not expect to be caught by it so i i will play more nice yeah i'll be curious to hear more about that because yeah i played just a tiny bit of doom the like 2016-ish one that you guys talked about on the podcast a while back Uh, i played it on game pass uh, just like the first level so i need to i need to play some more of that that's a that's maybe this will uh yeah maybe this will give me the little nudge now that eternal's out too so i would recommend it yeah yeah well, uh, well, another game, we're just going to keep the D's going today, uh, <laughs> pretty much straight through the episode. Yeah, right. and, uh, we all picked up, uh, <laughs> we all picked up, uh, a game called day and night, yep. which is a, uh, a, I don't know, a puzzle game, block like a brick matching. falling puzzle game. Yeah. Block matching brick falling. I don't know what they're called, but you know, Tetris ish style, but there's kind of a lot going on with this game, uh, mechanics wise. And, uh, I don't know. I, I think we're all pretty mixed on this game. And, and to be fair, we haven't all put a ton of time in. We right. basically played through like the the, the tutorial. Um, but and the then tutorial like maybe is like actually pretty bit. substantial. Like there's yeah, a, yeah, there's a like lot a good, of different mechanics in this game. Like, yeah, it's like 40 minutes or so. I would say I play. I, I played a good chunk of time. Yeah. Playing the tutorial to the point where I was like, OK, I'll take a break, but I'm, I'm going to come back to this eventually. Yeah, I think at least personally. So it yeah it had, like the day and night namesake is the like mechanics like there are like two blocks that are day blocks and there are two d- blocks that are night blocks and you can only match those blocks while it is either day or night and you fill right. up this uh, bar at the bottom like this meter that as you like match more like that fills it up and once you reach that then it switches over from day to night. And it does that for whichever player does it first. So I think they're almost all, uh, except for the endless mode, like usually they're like versus matches where you're playing against another screen of someone trying to do the same. And then in addition to day and night, there's also like seasons where there are additional blocks that, you know, are based on whatever season it is. If it's like winter, like there's that does uh, that releases a special attack on your opponent if you match those. Whereas like they'll be like that'll like unleash like a row of ice blocks that like blocks like it'll kind of stop anything from falling below that. Yeah. And there is like those like uh blocks as well like in addition to like the day and night blocks and the season blocks there are those like the ice blocks where if you like there's a quick set where you know it'll immediately drop it down it'll like create that block of ice or if like you have a bomb if you do a quick set it'll like the bomb will go off but like you can also if you drop it softly it won't blow up everything yeah right right so there and then there in addition to that there's also a I forget what they call it, but it, there's an, another meter where, like, the, the more combos you get, then that, like, will send more attack blocks. There's just, like, it's a very complex... There's like, a lot going on. Yeah, yeah. more than it's you think. It's not overwhelming. At least I didn't find it overwhelming. I don't know 
how you guys felt about it, but I, I think it, the tutorial did a pretty decent job of like introducing each of the mechanics in a way that was yeah. understandable and like didn't feel like it was too much at any given time. Yeah. It, it was on the brink for me. Like I was definitely where I was like, oh man, if this is getting, this is getting complex, but it was also when I was getting the hang of it or when I did like set up some decent combos. Cause like when it does change from day to night or vice versa, like if you have a bunch of bricks oh, from yeah. like, if it's daytime and you have a bunch of night stuff set up, it, like as soon as it changes over, starts going you can ham. just chain a ton of combos oh, yeah. and it's pretty liberal with like it's pretty much just if the blocks are connected yeah i think if it's more than four but if they're connected in any not diagonally i guess but as long as they're touching another block of that kind um it'll eliminate all of them reminds me of a puzzle fighter in that way i was definitely getting some puzzle fighter vibes as far as that aspect was concerned for sure which is not a bad thing by any means yeah yeah. It also has like similar put like mechanics as like Puyo Puyo where like yeah. if it, like you have one like off the side of an edge like it'll drop it won't they won't stay connected yes. like Tetris like there it'll always go as far down as it possibly can. Yeah, right. and they do a good job of like telegraphing where those will land with like the markers, you know, on your on the screen, I guess. Right. Mhm. Um but I I don't know. I Personally, I really was enjoying this game. Again, I I only played through the tutorial and uh, it did have some elements of it that weren't the greatest. You know, like I I personally I know, John, you were uh, again, I don't want to put words in your mouth, but I I personally like the presentation uh, to some degree, the visual presentation. I I like the art style. It's like kind of like this, like theater kind of cardboardy, not cardboardy cutout, but like kind of handcrafted style. The characters see there's a little room to yeah yeah, they're a little generic yeah but it's a puzzle game i'm not looking for a ton of that i was i'm looking for more mechanics than than the design and and i do think it like is uh it looks great you know it it has a high level of polish i guess if see personally i think actual puzzle elements of it like the gameplay elements of it i think look good and i think have a good like cohesive like style throughout it's just like those characters look so out of place. Yeah, so I don't, see, I John don't think on this so. One. I I don't think so. I they don't stand out that much to me. I mean, they. I I think like they're they're so like solid block of color, whereas like everything else is you know, I don't know like has texture yeah. to it. Yeah, that's okay. I I see what you're saying. I, yeah, it gives off a vibe like those are the assets that the the developer put in there like temporarily while they were like <laughs> building it out, and then like oh, I guess it's good enough. Like let's just yeah. run with yeah. that. Especially like, that's like the vibe when they're like touting like uh, as a selling point is like oh, you unlock all these different costumes, and I'm like ah, uh, uh, why? Yeah, <laughs> I, I I feel you there, but but uh. I guess that wasn't for me. That wasn't like a selling point at any point. Like even when it, that was listed as a feature, I was like, okay, I, I don't care. But this just looks like a cool game. the The thing that I will agree with you on, John, is the uh, music is a little bit. It's the, like absolutely it, just f- like free use, whatever. Like was non copyright music right. like, to like because like I remember listening 
to it like i was playing through a couple levels and like the liberty bell march by john philip Sousa came on <laughs> and i was like if there's no reason for you to ever hear that music outside well, of the just... context of like the monty python theme song <laughs> exactly and that's the point is like it's it it does feel a little out of place like it, it just feels extremely like out of place it, it just feels like yeah it's like where's the marching band and like I, I don't know. It's just a little overly dramatic and like, I, I don't know. It, it was definitely a game that I was like, yep, this is a podcast game for sure. I'm going to throw on something that I will, else I want to listen to while I play this game. But uh, but I do find the mechanics interesting and I'm, I'm looking forward to playing it a little bit more. And especially I'm never going to complain about a game I pick up for two bucks. Yeah. Um, um, I will say the normal price tag is 20 bucks mm. and that it like if it was <laughs> if it had online versus yeah, and stuff like that, that i think deal. that would that would justify that price tag right. a little bit more yep but the fact that it's only couch co-op and maybe that is me leaning into that right now a little bit more as like hey it's couch co-op and like i literally can't have anyone over at my right. apartment <laughs> so <laughs> there's no value in that to me right now right but uh you know i i do think if it had that that could justify it a little bit more but i think for like 10 bucks or less again it, it suffers on the presentation a little bit but the mechanics wise i if you're into these kinds of puzzle games i think it's still a solid game for sure yeah the presentation absolutely. shouldn't be that big of a deal but it is like in thinking mm-hmm. about my favorite puzzle games and especially competitive puzzle games all of them do have a great really yeah. unique well-crafted presentation and i just can't you're say that wrong. about this one you're not wrong. Do you have, can you list a couple of those? I mean, I know you already talked about Puzzle Fighter. Oh yeah, Puzzle which Fighter. Is a no-brainer. Um, what's um, Bust Move Four mm-hmm. is another big one. Pokemon Puzzle League. Like all these games have very unique. Like I can just look at a screenshot and be like, oh, yep, that's that game to a T. See, yeah. I still think this game has a unique style. It's not well, one that sure. I love, but it's it's. I don't even I know would, if I'd say unique though. It feels kind of like generic assets to some degree. yeah i, I, I don't want to get too nitpicky but that's just like it shouldn't be wrong. as big of a factor with puzzle games but it is at least to me like that's that keeps me coming See, back to it the th- at least for me the thing is like if it had the exact same feel as the actual gameplay segments like spread throughout like i think i could get down with it but mm-hmm. i think the fact that there is like such a disparity in quality between like the like even there like there's animation on all the like when a block like the ice blocks go through like or when a a spring block will connect and like there'll be a little like a little plant that's growing through it like those are of a distinct style yeah and then just like going to the menu and having that just not that style not be present in any capacity like that's very jarring to me yeah and it's it's a bummer because i do think like the gameplay is a like i i think it's a really well thought out and oh yeah yeah i would totally agree with that it is like taking that theme of like day and night and then like you said before john like adding the seasons even on top of that and like really taking that as like as far as you can take it with a brick matching puzzle game you know i i it's a very interesting set of mechanics for sure deserves credit for that absolutely Mm-hmm. yeah so i i do agree i mean i see what you're saying where like it does it is a little bit of a shame that it doesn't have that extra edge of yeah. like that polish, polish or that like yeah or that just like man this is such a unique experience you know right mm-hmm. um but still a cool game for two bucks i'm yeah. not mad i picked it up so no, yeah. not at all um but 
speaking of some other games we picked up on the cheap, uh, John has hyped up in the past uh, the DeBlob series, mm-hmm. DeBlob, um, which uh, both DeBlob 1 and 2, I think, were on sale for like 8 bucks. They're normally Six like 30 bucks. Six bucks. Nice. Okay, they're like eighty percent off. That's what it was. Yes. Yeah. Um. But yeah, they're normally thirty bucks. But they, I think they both originally came out on Wii, and these games have just kind of stood the test of time. I guess they've they've come out on like PS4 and uh, pretty much every system since. Yeah. Uh, the Wii, but uh, how do they hold up, John? Or I think you've only really spent some time with the first, but yeah. So I I played I originally bought them both for Wii, and I uh, played through both of them. I th- I thought they were like really hidden gems on a like this is still when nintendo didn't have you know huge third party support <laughs> no not at all yeah. or at least Hardly third party any, support yeah. of any quality and i think thq yeah, was, published thq yes. yeah yes, yeah and that was a pretty relatively early wii release if i'm not mistaken not yeah. like launch or anything but it was early enough to where it was like hey there's not much else so. yeah. yeah no yeah I, th- I think it came out in 2008 i think i looked up uh, yeah, whatever uh-huh. year it came out, it came out two years before Despicable Me came out. Because when I was watching, <laughs> the, the the thing about the Blob is it had a lot. It has a lot of like uh, cinematics before yeah. every level had like a unique cinematic that kind of told a story without any voice acting. So it was a lot of physical comedy, and all the Inkies are you know, like uni- or uh, Cyclops. So they all have like kind of one eye that also functions as like a mouth or like an expressive so there has to be a lot of like animation and like character in just these like uh, no like with no vocals like so there has to be a lot of I don't know what I don't like. I know. I that get was what you're, a thing at the I, time I though. Like at. same with Rayman with the rabbits and stuff. Why was yeah. that like such a thing at that time? Like, that's a good point. but it yeah, was that's a good. That's a good touch or yeah. a good uh, comparison. Yeah, yeah. They, they weren't doing a lot of voice acting, so there was just a lot of like physical bah. comedy or physical yeah. acting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, like the game is a 3D action platformer. Uh, you are the char- titular character of De Blob, De Blob, and you absorb paint. The entire world has been uh, sucked of its color and turned into this monochrome world where there's no sound. Like there's everything has uh, been turned into this like very bland world under this like fascist regime. Regime, <laughs> um, and everything's hitting home. Yeah, everything's hitting know, home right? these days. <laughs> um, and you are part of these revolutionaries and that are trying to bring color and music back to this world. And a thing that I really loved about it was it had this dynamic soundtrack where you would get these different primary colors and whatever color you were uh, was a different uh, instrument in the music track. Yeah. So okay. and like and they're typically all jazz or funk songs. So like cool. Usually when you play like if you have a red that's like a saxophone whereas yellow would be trumpet and orange would be trombone. So you get these uh in addition to the primary colors if you like get a yellow color and then you get a red you become orange or and then you have okay. the the three primary colors, the three combination of those and then the if you combine all three then you become brown and that's almost always a record scratch (laughs) so like nice but they're they're all of them like flow so seamlessly in with the background music and the background music starts really small and like quiet like the soundtrack to these games is just incredible 
based on like how much they had to really develop it to be like okay like there's this like quiet section and then like they slowly add in more rhythm and more backing tracks and then like like as you paint the levels essentially like the yeah. more that you're covering the levels the more there's adding into the soundtrack yeah and like okay. cool. like even when there'll be like different gates at different points in the level and every time you unlock a gate it kind of resets back because you'll go into this area that is kind of monochrome again but like once okay. you start filling that area up like with and like take care of enemies and do other things in that like ob- other objectives as well like it just builds until this giant crescendo by the time that you're like beating the levels and levels are long and that was the thing that i kind of forgot about the game <laughs> was that like even when you're i think i'm at the point where there are like different objectives and one of them is always like try to beat the level as fast as you can and some of them yeah. like, is like is still like oh i need to beat this level in under 18 minutes oh wow like so okay th- and that's like speeding through wow. basically and, doing and- no objectives and like compared to other like other than like all this like stylistic stuff you've been talking about, but like like gameplay wise, what would you compare it to like three D platformer wise? Like, is there a, a touchstone that you can think of that it kind of compares to, or is it not a unique enough thing on its own? Or but I mean, is it more like a Mario thing? Is it more like a Crash Bandicoot thing? Is it more like a it's it's a very Wii title game. Where <laughs> it's, like, it's more like open world. I mean, obviously not. It sounds like there's like levels, you know. It's, it's kind of sandboxy. A- like the levels themselves are pretty huge and they have different mechanics within them. But like a thing okay. that like it really um, like took advantage of, at least on the Wii, was like a lot of the motion controls. And that's not very present at all on like, I play it on a pol- pro controller. I'm not sure if they're, is like separate controls i would doubt it if it's I just don't know. like a port I, there's been a lot of games that have had that like okami like we talked about last week has like all the joy con support for gyro and maybe they have it in there i, it I don't might know be, but like it like you you would typically target something at least with a nunchuck and then you would swing the wii remote to attack and okay. like that lock-on uh. mechanic is still there but instead of swinging you're just pressing the a button so yeah. the uh, when you're playing the like this port on uh switch it does seem way simpler than it like the original titles that were like and i think that that is kind of to its detriment i think it was a more engaging game when there was you know a lot more like moving around and sure. kind of felt a little bit more engaged with it i know that one of the things that i'm a little disappointed about is that like before like you what well, if you had uh you had to transform these landmarks with like a certain amount of paint points that you had. And the way that you would do that is like, you would literally shake the Wii remote and the nunchuck as like maracas, right? like kind of too in tune to the beat. And now it's just mashing the a button and it's, it's, that's a bummer. bummer. Yeah. But like overall, like it, it, I'm still having a ton of fun with it. Like there, it's not a huge, like, difficulty spike like it's it's a pretty easy game i think you can basically just move forward in the game like and not even need to like 
press any buttons i think like I think. it so it's not it's not like puzzly at all like you're not like solving little riddles or little the, puzzles and stuff or there are challenges that are that offer that but like those are not okay. necessary to like technically beat the game Progress. sounds kind of cool okay. though like you're taking in the experience of the game like it doesn't oh, always yeah. have to be super challenging like it just sounds like you're taking in like a soundtrack essentially that you're oh yeah being interactive with and yeah, like the, there's no shortage of things to do. Like there's a there's a free play mode where there's just no objectives. There's no like, okay. like oh, it's nice. just the level like as is. And like once you beat the level, you can just do that. And that's a a fun thing to do. But like nice. I I, well, I think I hundred percented this game when it first came out on the Wii. Nice. And like that was a, a huge ordeal back there because like uh, (laughs) there's all these like side objectives that again aren't necessary to like beat the game but like if you want to get every tree in the level get like a hundred percent of items painted in the level or get all of the like collectibles like they have them scattered all throughout so like it does kind of like let you have its own difficulty based on what you want to do in the game nice but for the most part i'm really just playing it because i love the soundtrack and i love hearing it like just completely different every single time i play yeah even though you're not like composing it per se it's like you kind of are at least a little bit in control of it which sounds pretty cool it does sound cool it's very fun i wouldn't mind giving a stream of it at one point because i think that would be a a really fun thing to see because it's it is something that you kind of have to either watch or experience right it's it's a little bit difficult to explain the charm of it without you know seeing it in action yeah. yeah, especially when the soundtrack is such a major factor. Yeah, it's just hard to explain otherwise. Hard to it's put that into feel. words. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. But good to hear that like a game from the Wii era holds, you know, stands up the test of totally. time. It's, it's like a lot of these games that took like a really bold, uh, I shouldn't say really bold, but a pretty bold, you know, art style or art uh, direction. Um, you know, they, they stand the test of time, you know, instead of going for trying to make it look realistic, it's like, let's just make this super, like, I don't know if I wouldn't, I don't know if it's cell shaded per se, but it's just like really like, I don't know. It just, yeah, yeah, it's distinct. Yeah, exactly. Um, glad to hear that it, that it stands the test of time for the most part. So that's, um, but yeah, I think we can pretty much wrap it up there this week. I know that, uh, one more game that, uh, I threw the challenge out to Randall, I don't know, probably like a month, month and a half, maybe even two months ago now maybe. to play some uh, Minute. Yes. Uh, which we've all uh, spent a little bit of time on and we we'll uh, probably talk about it a little bit more next week, I think was the plan. Yeah. yeah. Um, but Put it uh, in writing think, so that we actually do it. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Nail ourselves just to actually, yeah, yeah. Just, yeah, to get to keep that ball rolling so that uh, Randall right. can kick the challenge our way. Because, yeah, we all have spent a decent amount of time. I think we've all kind of hit a wall or something. Yes. Or, but we'll, we'll get into it next wall. time. Yeah. But, yeah, a wall of some kind. Yes. Um, but, <laughs> but anyways, I think we can pretty much wrap it up there. Like John mentioned, uh, every once in a while we're doing streams on Twitch. Uh, we'll typically up those, upload those to YouTube. So just look up, look us up, Jesus. Uh, just look us up at uh, Pursuing Pixels, and then you can find us on Twitter or Instagram at, uh, at Pursuing Pixels or slash Pursuing Pixels. Uh, and, again, new episodes every Monday. You can find us at PursuingPixels.com. So, uh or wherever else you find podcasts. So uh, we can pretty much wrap it up there and uh, take care. Hope you're staying healthy and safe and we'll catch you next week. See you. Take care. Bye. Bye. I was actually today, I was watching playthroughs of like bit trip 
and yeah. like just letting that play for 20 yeah, I minutes. I saw you playing that little uh, piano riff, yeah, synth riff. Because like I initially played it, and I was like, what the fuck is this from? I remember it's from like a Wii era game. What right. was I playing that was like a like very synth heavy game? And then like by the time I posted, I was like, okay, I know it's a bit trip game. I don't know which one. <laughs> Yeah. Aren't brains weird core. that way? That's crazy. Like Ugh, you remember man. the song and kind of where it was from, but not the game really. Like I mean it, it, it took some... a bit. Like it yeah. like by in between like me playing it and me posting that, like there was a lot of me just being like, What the fuck is this game? Your brain yeah, and your brain somehow remembers Bit Trip Core being the best game in that series. <laughs> I, fucking I don't is. understand. Because <laughs> it's the best. I don't know, man. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Oh, it's runner. definitely not the best, though. What's Fuck that? Off. Runner. Bit Trip Runner? First no. Runner. No, no Runner's trip, garbage. Runner is not garbage. Runner is garbage. Runner is right. not garbage. The first one's the best for sure, but no. It, Yes. Yes, it is. No, not the best of all of them, but the best of the, the best runner, runner games. Yes. Oh, of the runner. Yes. Yes. Um, I thought I thought you were also saying Beat was the best. I yes. No. The first uh, one, Bit Trip Beat, is I the best one. Beat. Core, Flux, Beat, Flux. I didn't Fate. play enough of, but it was cool. And Void was cool too. Void. Oh, oh fuck! Bit I'm thinking of Void. I was okay. So I was Core, Void, Flux. Or no, beat flux fate runner. 